Hey guys, Tiny here. Welcome to episode 9 of the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Quick note before we get started, uh, instead of doing what we've watched lately at the beginning and then what we're looking forward to coming up at the end, we have decided to kind of push those two segments together uh, and then kind of put it on the end of the put it on the end of the episode there just kind of get things going a little bit quicker so we can get right into the topic sort of sort of stay focused so i hope you guys don't mind um if you don't like it let us know uh we can change it back if you want just uh, let us know how you feel about it speaking of letting us know you can always reach us at ovpodcast at gmail.com you can reach uh myself and matt on twitter matt is at obsessive viewer and i'm at obsessive tiny uh, so let us know Speaking of letting us know, we're still taking submissions for our most memorable theater experience. Uh, We already have a winner for the contest, but keep sending in the the submissions, and if we find something we like, we'll probably read it on the air. So keep those coming. For episode number nine, we decided to talk about nostalgia movies, uh, basically the films from our childhood and from our teen years that affected us, uh, they affected our lives, and They remind us of a certain time in our lives, really happy memories. Uh, So I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, Actually, you know, if you want, you can go ahead and send us an email about uh, your most nostalgic movies if you want. Um, Yours will probably be similar to ours if you're our age. Uh, Speaking of that, we were joined by our good friend Mike again. We love having him on. He's been great so far. Uh, He kind of puts Matt and I to shame. So we're going to keep abusing our friendship with him and making him join us. So I hope you guys like it. Thanks. Should I go first? I think I'll, I'll go first since I have like five, and I know you guys have like three. That'll work. Oh cool. yeah, are you shooting okay. us down already? We have fewer. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm just, five. I'm just asserting my dominance. Yeah. In, the, in the in the group. Exactly. Um, <laughs> which one of these do I want to talk about first? I I wanted to go kind of chronologically, but it's kind of on the fly. But this is pointless. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, one that I I would be remiss if the if both of you guys have not seen this movie and maybe its sequels as well but three ninjas yes nice oh, right yeah. rocky colt um, tum tum right yes yes <laughs> um <laughs> ah i loved i loved that movie mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> i i i don't i don't know how to explain it. i remember vividly when we lived in we lived in florida for a couple years um I remember living there, and I remember, like, when I think of Little Ninjas, or Little Ninjas. Little well, Ninjas. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I think of Three Ninjas, I just immediately think of that house and the, our, our time there. And, like, I remember, I have a vivid memory of when it was out in theaters, and I was at a friend's house, and we were, like, playing on a swing set or something. And I, I think I tried to lie to him about seeing it. Because he saw it, and I like I was like kind of jealous because I was a little kid, and I was like, "Yeah, I saw, I saw it too." Um, <laughs> and he's like, "What's your favorite part?" And I was like, "The part where um, the little one kicks the guy in the balls," <laughs> um, and because it was from the trailer, and that's the only scene that I knew. And he like saw it right through me, and I was like, "Okay, well, this whole lying thing isn't really for me." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's actual favorite part is when they put the masks on for the first time right oh yeah yeah oh Hmm. yeah i love the whole training montage and everything at the beginning um i it is criminal but i do not own that movie 
That is criminal. It is very criminal. I'm going to look that up on. Amazon. It's kind of hard to find uh, unless you dig really? deep in the $5 bins. <laughs> That's true. Huh. At Walmart. I actually got it for my brother for Christmas one year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you uh what did you guys watch the sequels? Well, there were two sequels, right? I, or there I, were like no, three. I think there 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 was Three Ninjas, Three Ninjas Kick Back, mm-hmm. Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. Now those could those could be interchanged, but the but the last one was uh High Noon at Mega Mountain. Yes. <laughs> I I think all I saw was Kick Back. Yeah. Um, I know that yeah. I saw Kick Back and Knuckle Up, but I don't I don't remember. Why do you know all of those titles by heart? <laughs> that is that is very weird. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think I think I uh, it was answer carefully. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I'll, I'll tell you why because it's it's uh, it's a nostalgia movie for me as well, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it was a big deal to me as a kid. I, you know, any anything ninja because of the Ninja Turtles when when you're oh, yeah. f- you know from five to ten years old was, meant something <laughs> to me. So we watched that movie a lot, and it was, you know, I paid attention to the sequels, and I guess I just, I have a good memory. I have a really vivid memory of my childhood. That's that's something mm. uh, I I don't know people know me for, but um, mm. I, I know those movies. I love them. And Colt, I think, the middle three ninja, was in all yes. three of them, right? Was he really? I think he's, mm. I think he's the one in all three of them. That's mm. just kind of depressing, honestly. It, yeah, <laughs> what else did he have to do? Yeah, you know, I remember. Wow, Tiny. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember there's this. uh, Our uh, we were at Union Jacks here in Speedway. Mm -hmm. You and I were because, like, we were just there getting food and having a beer. But I, uh, I, I remember we 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 spent the majority of the time there just looking up, trying to figure out what what the girl has done since Three Ninjas. Uh, Rocky's girlfriend in the movie because that's how we spend our nights here in Speedway when we're oh, not yeah. podcasting. Yeah. We look up obscure actresses on IMDb, um, but I don't think she was really in much of anything else. Shocker! Yeah, yeah. So here's <laughs> the, here's this. The uh, he was in all three of them. They they filmed uh, the third one, which was Knuckle Up, before Kick Back. That's why Colt, who is the his only remaining one. Uh, the consistent one looks older in the second one than he does in the third one. But for whatever reason, they released the third one. Really? Yeah. I did not hmm. know that. No, I didn't either. Didn't care when I was uh, nine <laughs> years old. I was nine when that came out. Wow. The third one. I think I was, uh, during that time, I was a bigger fan of the movie Surf Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> With Rob More Schneider. So. Rob yes. Schneider. Wow. That's Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Surfing waves, yeah. doing karate. <laughs> I wow, I I don't have any memory of that. And it's funny you say oh, that because really? I yeah, I I just I just saw that title when I just now looked up uh, Three Ninjas on Amazon, which is only like seven bucks on Amazon. Nice um, Surf Ninjas, Matt. Maybe you remember this had the little kid who had his game gear and he could like control what life. <laughs> With his game gear, like he could fight bad guys with his game. Wow! Yeah, I don't remember that. Awesome pre-product placement. I vaguely <laughs> remember that. I remember Game Gear. That's wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Huh. <laughs> but I think I like that movie better because uh, they were a little bit older. They weren't quite so young, and mm-hmm. 
uh, weren't they, wasn't part of the plot that they were basically, like, princes, essentially? And they, like, or they were, they were part of, like, some kind of royal family in, in Asia somewhere uh-huh. or something like that. And I was like, that's awesome. You just wake up <laughs> one day and you find out you're a prince. I don't know. I thought it was cool. <laughs> that's the, that's the plot of the princess diaries. <laughs> well, that's a good one, too. But not, of course, but yeah. Love um, Anne Hathaway. What, when you, the oh, yeah. first thing you... When you mentioned Three Ninjas, the first thing that popped in my mind uh, was their grandpa, who, when it popped in my mind, I thought instantly Pat Morita. Mm. Yeah. Which, of course, it's not, but that just <laughs> uh, that just makes me think about a better nostalgia ninja movie, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Karate Kid, for anybody who isn't aware of one of the greatest movies from the 80s. Yes, totally. I've still never seen it. I really? Wow. Our freshman yeah. year, it was on, like at really? least three times a day. Yeah, on the on the <laughs> wow college I remember that. channel. Wow! All I remember is the Constant Gardener being on it, and thinking, "Why is the Constant Gardener on this <laughs> channel?" <laughs> yeah, well, well, that and like Harry Potter three, Frozen for two days. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. Oh yeah, like that night. Um, I I don't know if I ever made this joke. I I would assume that I didn't because we're still friends. Yeah, but like I just remember like turning it on and seeing the constant gardener and be like, "Yep, he's still gardening." Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, I don't God. remember that. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, so tiny, what's your next one on? What's your uh, first one on the list? I'm actually gonna go chronologically because oh, I'm nice. cool. Um. Not really, but uh, my first one is actually a a popular classic, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's with Megan Fox, right? God. Oh, Megan Fox is in that. <laughs> one with the aliens and stuff with yeah. Michael Bay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, but I, the, the big, whenever I think of that movie, I actually think of my dad because... I'm pretty sure he hated it because every time <laughs> we would go to the video store, we'd be like, let's get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And he'd be like, you've seen that so many times. <laughs> I and My grandma did the same thing. She wanted to see Home Alone. And I wanted to really? see uh, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> I said, Grandma, you're dumb, though. We're watching Ninja <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> totally. Can't go wrong, really. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, we actually would go to – I think this is before – this was in Speedway. This was before we even had a Blockbuster. Oh, the giraffe. What is that? The red, the red giraffe the red is what giraffe. it was called. Yeah. Uh, um, it was in a little strip mall in Speedway. Obviously, it's no longer there. Right. Uh, hasn't been for well over a decade. Um, but yeah, we would... I think, I think we probably kept them in business with just renting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. awesome. We would go get that like once a week almost. Uh loved that movie. Pretty sure I just bought it on VHS. Ironically, I never owned it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you own it now? I know. I do not. I do huh, not. Really? Which is also yeah, it's a bit of a travesty. But uh yeah, just a, a really fun obviously if you watch it as an adult, it's just mainly nostalgic and you realize how kind of silly it is, but when you're a kid it's the best thing in the world. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna argue with you. I recently really? I bought the four pack on DVD. Uh, I don't know three years ago, whatever, 
and watched it maybe two years ago. I, I watched four of them, you know, with the animated one at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, okay. And the first one is a good movie. It it holds really? up as a good movie, totally. It's dark. It is dark. I didn't dark. realize how yeah. dark it was. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, it was – if you – if you take away the fact that they're grown men in, in turtle costumes, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Now, a lot of people our age uh, use your description as a nostalgia thing for kids for the second movie, and that uh, is not as good a movie as you remember. But I, I've, if if it's been a while, Tiny, since you've seen the first one, I'd watch it again because it, it holds up. It is still as good. Okay, yeah, I'll do that then because yeah, I haven't watched it in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe I'll feel the same way if I watch it again. Yeah, I vividly remember that movie scarring me for life because the part where is it? How is it? Michelangelo kind of breaks from the group because he gets in an argument. No, and Raphael. He gets, Raphael, it was Raphael. Yeah. I knew that. Uh, he gets in an argument and breaks from the group, and then he's like on a rooftop or something, and he gets like just jumped by all these like bad guys and all that and i was like oh my, is he gonna die is he gonna die it's, yeah like i was i was very I, like i was legitimately yeah like terrified and every time i watched that scene because again i was a huge ninja turtles fan right um and every time i watched that scene it would just get me just really really uh like a a, a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach yeah. because I i just get so nervous and scared by that because i mean i think i was i was probably too young because like i said that movie's dark Mm -hmm. um it was one of the first movies i i saw in theaters i don't know if it was not the first the first was uh the little mermaid (laughs) (laughs) which i don't remember at all but that's my mom knows that that's what it was but i remember seeing that movie with my dad and just and coming home and loving it being excited for it uh what on on three Favorite Ninja Turtles. You ready? All right. Okay. One, two, three. Raphael. Michelangelo. Shredder. (laughs) (laughs) No, Michelangelo. Nice. Michelangelo. Yeah. 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 He's the popular one. We share a love of pizza. Of pizza. Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Can't go wrong. No, no wrong answer for that. Really. No, that's true. Unless your answer is Leonardo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think I made that same joke on the last podcast. You did. (laughs) Did you really? With Monica. Oh, yeah, unless it's Monica. <laughs> yeah. Um, I may be way off base here, but is Corey Feldman the voice of He is Donatello. Michelangelo? Oh, Donatello. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's the voice of Donatello. And I, and I want to say, oh, man, I could be wrong. And if there's a big Ninja Turtle fan, like if Pat Coon is listening, he'll, he'll rip <laughs> me for this. But uh, I think um, Michelangelo is the only one who is the voice and the the stunt man or the, the guy in the suit for the oh, that turtles. sounds right yeah. yeah awesome yeah and he and um, I, i'm pretty sure he was consistently throughout the movies both oh wow yeah cool yeah That's cool it is cool did you guys uh did you guys like have the 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 toys and action figures for teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> oh, i'm oh tiny i yeah. did <laughs> i'm here's one i'm still collecting them i i'm collecting awesome. the new ones the new cartoons Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, I just uh, remember uh, the big. I don't know if you guys had it, but they had that really big, like, inflatable blimp that was Teenage Mutant Ninja yep, Turtles. Yeah, had the boxing I... gloves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I wanted one. Of, I don't think I ever have it, but I wanted one of those so bad. Yeah. No, neither. Probably would have. Probably would have popped it in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. was. So, I was more into collecting Power Rangers. 
Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh man, I had. Um, I still, I'm still a big. Uh, I don't know if I said that on if this on the, on the comic book podcast, but I'm a big uh, action figure collector. I've got. I don't think you did say that. I didn't. Oh. Well, I'm a big action figure collector. Nice. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping one day, my my fiance, I guess she'll be my wife whenever we get a new house, uh, lets me have a room. To put them in. <laughs> wow! Hang on to that one. Yeah, I know, right? Because so, uh, they're in a they're in a big bin in the basement. Just you know, Star oh, Wars. Wow. I have I have three of the four original Ninja Turtles, like nineteen eighty whatever, eighty six, eighty seven action figures, still in their box. Wow! Three wow! Yeah, that is impressive. I think I'm missing a Donatello. Huh. One day. <laughs> <laughs> Put your kids um, through college with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, what's uh, what's on your list? What's uh, top on your list? Man, I went through a bunch of them. I considered Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I considered Karate Kid when you said Three Ninjas. Um, but I think my my number one nostalgia movie is going to have to be um, The Blues Brothers. Okay. That was a big uh-huh. one for me. and I And I am very... Much a fan of all things Chicago, if you know me at all. I, I talk right. about Chicago all the time. I love you Chicago You actually have sports. a tattoo, right? I do. Well, I have, yeah, I have a couple Chicago tattoos, but I do. Okay. Um, and the movie is set in Chicago, and it's and it's about Chicago, and it's about being a Chicagoan in a, in a sense. Um, and that movie, when I was younger, was one that I wasn't particularly familiar with, but it was kind of one of the ones that, like, my parents uh, and my uncles would quote all the time and okay. it, and it was just kind of not familiar i had no idea it was like okay well they're just they're just talking like uber chicagoans about being on a mission from god or whatever <laughs> and then hmm. uh f- one year for halloween i, th- I, I might have been eight and my brother six um my mom suggested that we be the blues brothers for halloween and you know when you're <laughs> when you're that age it's like okay whatever and then she's like, "Well, we got to see the movie first. So we rented the movie, and it mm-hmm. and it changed me. I loved it. It's wow. it's more of a musical than awesome. than you realize it is. The soundtrack is incredible. James Brown. Um, they've got um, the the band that they actually toured with. Um, J- mm. You know, Jim Belushi actually sang. Dan Aykroyd actually sang. Carrie Fisher's in the movie." Um, all kinds of cameos. It's just, it's just so awesome. It's, it's a very, um, it's very much of the eighties okay. and it's kind okay. of a relic of, of that time period. And it is just one of those movies when I, when I s- first watched it that Halloween, I consistently watched it over and over again. Love it. Nice. I've mm. still, I've still never seen it. Really? Um, yeah, I'm kind of a loser that way. And tiny, you mentioned that you weren't a huge fan of that uh, at one point, I think. I don't well, know. If, actually, I don't think. Yeah. Anyway, you mentioned it at some point to me. Yeah, I did. Um, I I uh, I need to watch it again. That's the biggest thing because I think I've seen it like twice, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure one of those times I was drunk. <laughs> nice. Um, but I didn't dislike it. I just I guess I just didn't really connect with it. But I don't know. I I don't remember picking up on all of the Chicagoness of it, which I would think would make me like it because I love Chicago. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I just need to see it again then, um, which I'm totally open to. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
for my next one, I'm gonna actually double up real quick because I mean I have a, I have a long list that after I after I looked up Three Ninjas on Amazon while we were talking about it, I added like three other movies to the list because <laughs> um, I saw awesome. the related purchases. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's I'm gonna great. double up on this one. Uh, how did did you guys ever see the '90s movies? Um, <laughs> House Arrest and Carpool. Yes, I was just talking about House Arrest the other day with with mm. Amanda in the car. Nice. Yeah, she was unfamiliar, but oh man! Wow, yeah. you've you've got to educate her before the wedding, dude. I guess. <laughs> I love that movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Pollak, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, Christopher McDonald, I think is his name. The guy from well, like he's a, he's a really good like character actor, I guess. But yeah, he uh, he just he's just awesome in it. It's the movie with um. The the kids lock their parents in the basement, mm-hmm. and it's Christopher it's McDonald hilarious. is Shooter McGavin. Yes, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, from Happy yeah. Gilmore. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great movie. That it's it's so fun. It's like for the listeners, we're recording this in the early evening of a day that I work. I worked last night and I work tonight. I honestly, I consider just staying up all day and marathoning. Uh, house arrest carpool and a couple other movies i'm gonna mention later but alas i went to sleep so i'll watch them tomorrow Um, loser yeah probably the better decision (laughs) probably probably um (laughs) for your for your job and livelihood but for your for your passion (laughs) you gave up on your dreams man i did i did yeah a little bit i have no uh i have no i I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> uh, carpool. Did you guys ever see that? Not never Who's seen that in, one. Yeah, I don't know who's in that. It's got off the top of my head. It's got Tom Arnold, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom Arnold, and I want to say David Paymer, if that's his name. Uh, um, I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. It's I. Uh, I own both of these movies. I'm, they're actually very a very proud, uh, proud movies in my collection. It's where David Paymer is a man with an important business meeting, uh, and he's he has to he's tasked with um, taking the neighborhood kids to school because his wife is sick. So the whole movie, and and then they get like carjacked by Tom Arnold, <laughs> and so the okay. whole movie is them driving around town, and uh, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's like on IMDb, it's rating is four point six out of ten, and that's that's criminal because it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. They're they're driving around and like David Paymore plays this like kind of just really um really stressed out guy who's really stressed out over this meeting and he doesn't want to do this carpool thing and the kids are really annoying and um, like there's one like like really weird kid with I think he has like goggles or something and spiked hair. Of course, nineties. Oh yeah, and it's just it's just hilarious. Like at one point they drive through a mall, um, and uh, so uh, Kim- Blues Brothers too. They also <laughs> not in Blues Brothers too. Blues Brothers also they drive through a okay a mall. Yeah. <laughs> so are you trying to say that Bruce Blues Brothers ripped off of Carpool? That's not. I'm saying not at all. <laughs> I'm saying Carpool is a bit derivative. It is. Well, <laughs> it's a movie about a guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. driving kids to school. But it's also got uh, Kim Coates. Uh, I can't pronounce oh, I yeah. don't know how to, pro- uh, how to pronounce his last name. From Sons of Anarchy. From Sons of Anarchy. And uh, one of the the only Resident Evil movie I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and it's also Are got, you talking about uh, the one you saw with me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, and it's also got Rachel Lee Cook. My favorite. Huh. Yes. She was my star crush for a long time. Really? Oh, wow. mine uh, Mine was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who was in House Arrest. Oh, yeah. She was. Right. Yeah. She was. That's a good, That's a wow. fun movie. Apparently, according to IMDb, um, for the Firefly fans, uh, Jewel State is in it. Really? Yeah, she plays soap opera actress. <laughs> in House Arrest? Oh, in Carpool. In Carpool, okay. Yeah. But huh. yeah, that's wow. it's just a super fun, silly movie. Okay. Um I think Tom Arnold has like dreams of being in a circus or something like that. Um yeah. It's fun. But <laughs> did you guys have anything to say about House Arrest or Carpool or did you wanna I don't we can move on because I it's been so long. I never saw Carpool hmm. and I'm not familiar with I recommend it. I do. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead, sir. I was going to say, I think House Arrest is uh, a further perpetuation of the, the whole concept that kids will attach to anything that involves them, like, going against their parents or, like, <laughs> yes. like their parents are out of town or their parents are, you know, tied up in the basement like House Arrest. You know, right. it's kids taking control. That's, like a golden a golden aspect of you know like kid nostalgia movies totally yeah. or yeah totally and they had and noble they had noble reasons too cuz the or at least the original kids did the Bindorfs. i always i always loved the name it was like the the main kid was grover Bindorf. i thought grover <laughs> grover Bindorf. killer name wow um and i think it the movie took place in ohio which i lived in ohio at the time that i watched it and it kind of connected to me on that level uh-huh. hmm. Um, I want to say that the actor that played him went on to do something, but, but yeah, they had, they had actual noble reasons for that. Oh yeah. He was in a sitcom or something. Kyle Howard. Hmm. Um, huh. so yeah. Um, who's next? Tiny, do you have? Yes. You yeah. Next on my list is the perennial classic, the mighty ducks. Oh, yes. nice. Um, I, that, you stole mine, you bastard. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, man. no, not really. That's okay. I mean, it's totally okay. one of mine, but go ahead. By all means. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I that movie is like, I, I, I'm not like being facetious here. Like, I seriously think it's one of the best sports movies ever made. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. Yep. And it just, it just also has the, the added aspect of being a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like I think the the just as, as an adult, if you watch it, I think the character of Gordon Bombay is actually like a really good character. I mean, that's his character is the result of having kind of a an over like an over borderline abusive adult in your childhood who pushes you to something, like pushes you too far at something, yep. and it it kind of defines you as a person yep. and. Mm-hmm it affects your life from that point forward and which is so real and so easy to yes. connect to oh yeah. yes so many people Absolutely. had that in their lives yeah um and i think you know emilio estevez isn't a great actor but i, I think that's he's he's he does well in that you know we're talking about a kids a kids hockey movie it's not exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you don't need to be daniel day lewis but right. uh he, he 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 embodies the character well you know i think that that's as an adult i think that's the best part of it and then, you know, as a kid, it's just great watching other kids who are really funny and they're, 
you know, you can relate to it if you've ever played sports, I think. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I love that movie. It has a young Joshua Jackson as uh, yes. Charlie Conway. It does. Yes. Um, it does. And, uh, and she, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good movie, and I think they should. <laughs> this is blasphemous, but when's Mighty Ducks four going to come out? <laughs> Grown up Charlie Conway uh, actually uh, plays for the Anaheim Ducks. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which you got. Oh, you know, I mean, you guys know about that. How, uh, of course, Mighty Ducks is a Disney movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney decided to start a, a hockey franchise by make a team. Hmm. And so they started the uh, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. That's awesome. After yep. the movie was out, yep. And I then, didn't realize sh- that it was Disney that did that. Like, I, I thought that it was just Anaheim was like, hey, the Mighty Ducks were awesome. Let's yeah. make Mighty Ducks. No, it was <laughs> Disney. And then wow. they sold the team. Oh, man, my years are off. I, <laughs> I think in like 2007 or 2008 and changed. then they just dropped the, the Mighty. So they're the Anaheim Ducks. And then right after they changed it, they uh, – they won the Stanley Cup, which is a bummer oh, wow. because it would have been really wow. cool to have a, a Stanley Cup champion Mighty Duck t-shirt. You know what I mean? That oh. would have been. That's a shame. Yeah. Man, I'm surprised there wasn't like a big revolt or anything yeah. after they changed the name. There was. Huh. There were people upset, but. Really? I mean, there's, you know, yeah. there's still the Ducks. I love it. I just watched that movie. I watched it uh, the same day I watched The Breakfast Club. Ah. Which is a podcast conversation coming up soon. Yes, that Tiny yeah. and I had. So I watched it. Yeah. A, I watched it about a month ago. Uh, <laughs> actually, after the my uh, Chicago Blackhawks 2013 Stanley Cup champions, <laughs> after after they won the cup a little while ago, I was like, man, I need to watch. I need to watch Mighty Ducks, and I watched nice. it. Nice, so good, oh, totally. Yeah, I think in that that Breakfast Club episode is where Tiny mentioned that he wasn't a big fan of Blues Brothers. That's why I was backtracking earlier. Like, oh, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, mm. gotcha. Like, you mean in that future yeah. episode he will mention? Yes, <laughs> yes. Which we can get into Blues time Brothers. travel kind of stuff here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> later. That's that's for a later podcast. <laughs> that's true. We have plans for a good one, but that's yeah. Funny. Um, yeah, but the the Mighty Ducks. I actually ended up like my brother and I. We ended up going. There was a, a sports. We we were jocks when we were kids. I played soccer and stuff. But like there was a sports store in Speedway called Played Again Sports. Oh yes, yeah. and you could basically take your. I, I don't know if, if the chain still exists, but it was a chain. But you could take your old sports equipment there, and you could trade it in for newer stuff, or yeah. you could buy used stuff. It's amazing. Um, and we bought like, you know, secondhand hockey sticks and like, like, uh, like street, street hockey pucks that like had little rollers on them yeah. or like a little, a little, those little orange balls yeah, that you pucks, could play hockey with. Right. Pucks. But yeah. They have yeah. bearings in them. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Totally. And we, and like me and him and our friends, we would actually play like street hockey and stuff like, uh, wow. like great. in Wayne's world, you know? Yeah. Game on. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> and uh yeah like that's how much we love that movie it inspired us to play hockey and we were probably pretty terrible but you yeah. know it <laughs> was it was just fun that's great hockey is a sport i always wanted to get into hockey and baseball but i'm not I'll, i just don't have a sports fan brain i guess i'll tell you yeah. it's it's probably much easier to get into um hockey than it would be to get into baseball oh absolutely yeah absolutely things happen um, in, <laughs> in, in, in hockey <laughs> But baseball, you can stat track and everything. You can, it's amazing. Oh, and I do. I love baseball, but there is, it's so much easier to watch hockey. 
Mm. I still, to this day, I still, I've said it for years. I want to go to an Indian Indianapolis Indians game, the minor league baseball team here. Yeah, the Triple A team, but oh, Triple A is fun. I, mm-hmm. I really want to go and just get hammered and that's, watch watch some baseball. That's what everybody does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you've been listening to the Obsessive Sports Fan Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. No, who's, who's next? Mike, do you want to? Uh, that's me. And, man, I, I'm pulling up this list that I, I wonder if you saw the same list, Matt. <laughs> and uh, And I guess I have to talk about Hook was one of okay. my favorite awesome. movies for so long. I love that movie. And it's really long for a kid's movie. I remember it being really long for a kid's, mo- kid's movie. Um, my brother, that was the first movie he got to see in theaters. Oh, and I wow. I remember thinking that's huh. such a cool first movie to have. Is <laughs> yeah. And he fell asleep very early on. Um, but I was, I was not... I, I'm sure my parents showed me the old Disney classics the old animated classics, but I don't remember them that well, and I don't know if it happened all that much. I, I was weaned pretty early on just, like, the 80s comedies and, and those kinds of movies. So nice. I was not so much familiar with the Peter Pan uh, classic story. I, you know, of course, didn't read the J.M. Barry play or any of that stuff um, and didn't know the animated. So Hook was my first experience with Peter Pan. And I remember, like, seeing some of the mythology later and being confused about what is going on uh so i guess the the nostalgia for me is anytime i see anything peter pan be it the animated or whatever i think of hook and i'm like well well hook is a definitive peter pan story that's cool that's spielberg correct it is yeah of course yeah of course wow i forgot that was spielberg yeah and a barely recognizable dustin hoffman yes hook oh just the awesome just so awesome it's nice. a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, then, like, perfect, like, whoever was, whoever produced it, I assume Spielberg, was brilliant in the, the casting of Robin Williams because yep. you wouldn't think, you know, for Robin Williams as Peter Pan. That just sounds so stupid. But <laughs> yeah. when you think about the the heart of that story, it's about holding on to your childhood imagination. Mm-hmm. It's about being being a kid and... Robin Williams just is that, you know, he's, he's a goofy guy who doesn't take things too seriously, even though he is a very, very good dramatic actor. I think, you know, he's best known for his comedy and he's, he's a very imaginative, improvisational comedic actor Mm -hmm. that, uh, I think harkens to a a child, a childlike imagination and he's, so he's perfect for that. I agree. Well said. If there's a, yeah, very well said. If there's Thank a movie you. that better uh, exemplifies or uh, better on film uh, using your imagination than the scene where they imagine the food, the Lost Boys yes. imagine the food and have the food fight, I haven't seen it. So, uh-huh. I mean, it is it is the epitome of imagination and, and being a child and having fun in a movie. Absolutely. Epitome. Yes. That's, That's awesome. <clears throat> nice. Yep. I like that. Good pick. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, is it my turn now? Yeah, do another one. Um, I'm going to go back to uh, sports-related stuff and bring up the the world-renowned classic, Little Giants. Yeah. Nice. Good yes. Love that movie. I watched it. I think I own the VHS of it, and I, I just I watched it 
all day, every day for like a summer. Um, and it was just, it's, I mean, it's a classic. There's not much else you can say about it. It's, it's amazing. I mean, who doesn't love the annexation of Puerto Rico? Um, (laughs) and Ed O'Neill is just amazing in it. Um, that's another movie like house arrest. It's, it's set in Ohio, which I, I, I lived in Ohio at the time. Um, and it was, it was just like, I don't know. I love the brotherly kind of competition with, uh, Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. And it was just, it's a great movie. It's like, it's a great movie. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Do you guys have thoughts on that? I'm looking at the cover of the DVD right now. And mm-hmm. it's got the kids all lined up, like on one <laughs> side, and then playing the Giants. Funny enough, who who are like rivals to mm-hmm. there? There's the Giants and the Cowboys, rivals in the NFL. Oh right. wow, that's pretty funny. Nice. And huh. the and the girl's name is Icebox. Yes, which is funny. <laughs> I imagine it is uh, um, borrowed from William the Refrigerator Perry, played for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, I I think I've only seen that movie once and oh, it oh, just oh, I <laughs> I didn't I didn't really it like it wasn't uh I, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I I don't even remember it. I don't even remember Little Giants. I just didn't wow. for some reason just never really connected to that movie. I don't know why. Yeah. It's it feels to me like in the category with like the big green like kids yeah. sports movies that I don't really remember that just right. kids sports movies that weren't as good as Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, I, I I will say Mighty Ducks is is the better movie, obviously, but I don't know. I just have that nostalgic connection to Little Giants. Um, hmm. Wow, I didn't. I I thought that it would get more more love here. Oh, it's good. I remember loving it when I was little, but I I just didn't watch it. I guess right. as much okay. as you did. So, Tiny, what's your excuse? I think back back then I was such a dork for soccer. I played. Oh, yeah. I started playing soccer when I was three years old. Wow. No kidding. Wow. And I played soccer till I was like thirteen, and I became huge and looked like a freak out on the field. So I switched <laughs> over to football. But uh, yeah, at the time I was just a soccer. I loved the Big Green way more than Little Giants. And I think it's just because I was a soccer dork back then. That makes hmm. sense. So yeah. The Big Green had the guy from. He was also in the Mighty Ducks, right? The goalie in yeah. the Big Green. I can't remember um, his name. No, he I was not that's... in the Mighty Ducks. Or am I thinking of, he was in something else? I know him from somewhere else. I can't. I can't place it though. Yeah, he's uh, he was in the Sandlot. The he Sandlot, was. right? There you go. Yep, he was yep. Ham Ham Porter from the Sandlot. Yep, you play ball like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, the Sandlot, another one. Yeah, that's another great, great kids sports one. movie. Yeah. Still um, didn't make me want to play baseball. <laughs> it doesn't make you want to play baseball. Does not. <laughs> no, it does. I the he, one thing I don't like from that movie that always gets on my nerves is when James Earl Jones is talking to the kid about uh, uh, the babes called shot. Yeah, you know, and he and he's, he's like bottom of the ninth Yankee Stadium, and he points to the crowd. And I didn't notice it when I was a kid, but of course, growing up a Cubs fan and growing up a Chicago fan, Wrigley Field fan. Later on, I, I learned the called shot was in, like, the fifth inning, the sixth inning uh, at Wrigley Field. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Jeez. Huh. So. Wow. 
I'm not a baseball. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not a. I'm the opposite of a baseball guy. I I think it's a great sport. Like it's just really. It's classic. It's American sport. It's classic. It's a skill game. But mm-hmm. I, I I absolutely cannot get into it whatsoever. I I am just. I'm not anti baseball. I just. It's the opposite of a sport I would like. I don't know. Yeah. I just. So, but the, the Sandlot is a fantastic movie. Yeah. So, Tiny, you're saying that you haven't watched Ken Burns' nine-part documentary on the history of baseball. <laughs> Not so much. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, then. Um. <laughs> we will no longer be friends. <laughs> uh, That's good. Yeah. Tiny, awesome. what's, your, what's your other nostalgia movie? Uh, next on my list is a... Um, this one's a little... A little different than the other two because it's a different, different time in my life. It's actually uh, the Outsiders. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, and I went with that. That was a. Uh, that just really makes me think of a time in my life when I was kind of between being a kid and a teenager. You know, sort of like my tween years, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think the the biggest reason is because I read that book. Uh, I think I read it like right before seventh grade and like I read that book and I was like, you know, the book is from the perspective of teenagers, mm-hmm. but they're, they have this, this great, all of them have this really great, um, adult responsibility thrust upon them and it's how they overcome all their issues. And I just remember, you know, reading the book and thinking, man, I'm about to be a teenager. Am I going to have to do this kind of stuff? <laughs> and it's. I don't know. I really connected to it. I just remember that, um, excuse me, uh, that summer I, I was, I, I really got into reading for pleasure and I would ride my bike to the, to the local speedway library and I, I rented, I, I you know, I checked out every S.E. Hinton book and nice. just, I, I like most of them. I ended up reading them all in one sitting. I would stay up to like four or five in the morning and read them all in one sitting. Um, like a that was then this is now and oh that was a great book that that's was a fantastic book. book i wish the movie yeah. did it better justice but yeah because i don't remember and, uh, yeah right go ahead sorry and uh uh tex and rumblefish loved all those books um and it just it just makes me think of that summer when i would just i spent the whole summer reading that's when i first discovered stephen king as well i oh, yeah. i checked out uh christine from the library i think that was the first stephen king book i ever read wow nice. and uh <laughs> just loved it um, and it makes me think of that summer and, you know, kind of transitioning into being a teenager a little bit. And I think S.E. Hinton is perfect for that. Uh, she's she's perfect for that. I agree. Um, about The Outsiders, what it's kind of neat is that I think Francis Ford Coppola directed it, right? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you did. Um, it's just it's a good movie. I mean, it's just all around a good movie and a great cast. Mm. A fin- phenomenal cast, actually. Ironically, in that the whole spiel, I didn't mention the movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that's fine because I, I mean it's nostalgia <laughs> movies. I mean, right? <laughs> I, it actually ended up being the first DVD I ever bought for myself was The Outsiders. Oh, uh, wow. Like like the next the following summer, because uh, I I saved up my money and actually bought a DVD player, and then <laughs> the first one I ever bought was The Outsiders and watched it tons of times. So what you're basically telling the world now is that you were a huge nerd as a kid. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> but did you collect action figures? Well, I guess as a kid, every everybody collected action figures. That's dumb for me. To right. Say. But the mark of it is if you still collect action yeah, figures. Yeah, and that I yes. do, my friends. Nice. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's good. I got it's a really good. nice green goblin the other day. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, great. That's uh, Mike, what uh, what about you? What's next on your list? Well, I'm torn between. Well, I'm torn among a bunch of movies. <laughs> I I thought about talking about um thought about talking about Pulp Fiction, which is is. Like if we're talking about the movie that made us love movies, mine would be Pulp oh, Fiction. Yes. But I, f- I feel like I could go into that in a, in a different podcast. Right. So I think I'm going to talk about the movie I have probably seen more than any other movie, and that's uh, <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> because it is awesome. just one of those movies when you're at that age and in the summer there's nothing to do but watch movies like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you just put it in, and you just think it's the funniest <laughs> thing. Like it's rare for me to watch a movie more than more than a couple times, you know, in a year. Yeah, whatever. even right. my favorite movies of the year, I'll watch three times. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's it. But man, I, there there was a summer where I probably watched Billy Madison, I at least five days a week for the summer. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Let me uh let me ask you this, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know that your fiance has mentioned that she's not an Adam Sandler fan. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like um, him, no. Yeah. I I remember her talking about how uh she wa- she rewatched a 90s uh Sandler movie and just it just ruined it for her. Yeah. <laughs> um hate do is, you, is the word. Yes. Uh yeah. do you think was he was he ever like legitimately like hilarious, or is it just a mark of our, of our childhood sensibilities um, watching it? Because I I remember I remember listening to his uh, his like kind of comedy sketch album. Um, They're all gonna laugh at you. I think it was called. Yeah, I remember listening to that. Just I mean, over and over and over and over again. And then I'm like, and I see like Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison on Netflix, and I'm like, ah, you know, I, I haven't watched them in a, in a while, but I'm kind of like ca- cautious about it because I'm like, I'm not a big fan of him now, like these days. Like, I mean, Grown Ups, I wasn't too crazy about, and some yeah. of his other movies, but I mean, I, I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to like, I don't want my my memory to be ruined by that. So, what what's your take on that? I don't know the answer. I, f- I feel like I'm as confused as you are. I don't know that he is uh, particularly smart funny, but, oh, yeah. he, but he knows what makes people laugh. You True. know, and and if yeah. you can and if you can give him that, then that's that's kind of all you had to ask for back then. The problem now is is not that he isn't as funny as he used to be. Like when you when the quality of grown ups and the quality of movies like he does today, it's not that we've grown out of them. It's that they're really not as funny as they used to be. That's mm-hmm. that's where I was leaning towards too. I never saw Jack and Jill and that's my that's my boy and it I know was Tiny. awful. I was so mad at him for doing Jack and Jill. But <laughs> uh I kinda liked just go with it. I thought it was pretty funny. But I'm sure if you watched Billy Madison and then you watched Jack and Jill you would you would be able to clearly tell which one is the better movie. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Clearly. Um uh, talking about Jack and Jill just reminds me of a funny tweet that I saw. I can't remember who who it was, but someone someone tweeted when it was released like, "Wow, that Jill is really hot." Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Tiny, I know that you had some thoughts on That's My Boy. 
yeah, that movie. You want to? Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and uh, jump in? I yeah. I actually really liked. That's my boy. What? Um, I really what? did. I, what are you talking I thought, about? <laughs> I laughed. Co- God, I laughed quite a bit. I think the fact that it was rated R saved it completely, and they took full advantage of the R rating. Um, it, I don't know. I just thought. I thought if it would have been PG thirteen, like a lot of the stuff he's been doing, it would have just fallen flat. It wouldn't have been funny at all. But I think just. And I, I'm a bit biased because I love Boston accents, and he uses his vo- his voice is ridiculous in the movie, like he always likes to do. Yeah. But I think when it when it was mixed with the Boston accent, uh, it 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 saved it because it's Boston Boston people like that can be a little obnoxious, and I think <laughs> mixing his obnoxiousness with that accent made it savable. Um, and so yeah, I'm, I'm a little biased towards that, but I just thought that was funny, and just the fact that it was rated R, they just took full advantage of it and dropping f bombs all the time, and just I, I don't know, I thought it was actually pretty funny. It, it was again, it was stupid as hell. <laughs> I can't, it's I can't defend it very much, but it I laughed quite a bit for what it was. I enjoyed it. It had okay. moments. It had moments. I might check it out just based on on because I, I should see it just so I can be a tiebreaker here. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I I feel like you're gonna come down somewhere in the middle. I'm really I'm surprised that he, he's defending it as much as he is. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about the low point of his career, Jack and Jill is it. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I mean, that's okay. my boy is not nearly as bad as Jack and Jill. <laughs> they hmm. both got Razzies, so yeah. Well, um, I think I think. Uh, I think a lot of that is on reputation now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's I think there true. are worse movies than That's My Boy that came out that year. Oh, I'm sure. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Billy Madison, it holds up, and I love it. Yeah, it I, does. I, I can nice. still quote it. I still, it's it's part of my vernacular, <laughs> embarrassingly <laughs> enough. But, uh, yeah. but I love it. It's a good one. Nice. I can't remember cool. the actress in it, but wow, she was. Oh, Veronica Vaughn. So, <laughs> one to touch the Heidi. Wow. And you know what, though? <laughs> everyone who was listening to this podcast did that. Yes. Everyone oh, yeah. Did. Oh, yeah. Bridget Wilson. Bridget, Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Whitford was in that. I completely forgot. He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Eric is a bad, bad man. I won't do any more. That's it. That's all. <laughs> no, it's great. That's it. Whoa, 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 Miss Lippy. The part of the story I don't get, I won't really do all of that. <laughs> Mostly Classic. because the punchline is the is a big F word. It is, yeah. Can't get past that but one. Man, it's so good. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the uh, the TV version of it? No, like the TV edit. There's a there's a bonus scene. There's a bonus scene of that movie uh, that is uh, I've only seen on TV. And I've got the DVD. I might not have watched the deleted scenes, but. On the TV version of Billy Madison, there is a scene where there, uh, there, he is with Juanita the maid. Uh, he, they're, like, packing up lunch, and he's, like, bummed out because uh, Veronica Vaughn kicked him out of class. Ms. Vaughn kicked him out of class. And uh, and he's like, I don't know. I'm just sad. And he goes, I know. And she goes, I know what will cheer you up. And I think she says something else in the in the theatrical version. But she goes, dodgeball. And they play a game of dodgeball or kickball. Really? Kickball, I mean. 
and they play a game of kickball. And it's so weird. It's like all – it's the people who work at the house are all playing kickball. I feel like Bradley Whitford wow. is playing kickball. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> is it funny or is it – I don't remember it being funny okay. because mostly I think I was just so thrown. Okay. You know, what is this? Yeah. What, what is going on here? Huh. That's fantastic. But that is all – that's the first time – that is my earliest memory of Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah, yeah. As oh. as that guy. Yeah, Mike, you don't watch Boardwalk Empire, do you? Oh no, I don't. No, you don't. He's uh, like it's it's. I'm just going off on a tangent here. I'll, yeah. We'll get back to the topic, but uh, Boardwalk Empire. It's just amazing to see Steve Buscemi as a leading man in that. And he, I mean, it's for someone who's just played like kind of like parts and being kind of a character actor it's just so great to see him get a starring role in something that yeah. and he's he's a phenomenal in it but he's totally great. i'm not surprised all right well uh we're kind of running out of time here matt do you yeah any, any last words um i have three that i'm just gonna i'm just gonna throw it out there go for and, it and uh we don't really need to critique them too much but um multiplicity yeah, Michael Keaton. Yes, Michael Keaton, Andy <laughs> McDowell. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, and Andy McDowell. It's just a fantastic movie. Um, Never seen it. She touched my pippy, Steve. Um, <laughs> it's it's fantastic, Tiny. Never seen it. Oh, you need you need to. You really okay. need to. It's. I mean, it's it's Michael Keaton cloning himself. Right. And each clone has a different like personality, and it's just it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, that and then and blank check. I mean, who oh. who as a kid didn't want? Oh my gosh! Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. That was just wish fulfillment. Totally mm-hmm. to the fullest. Um, that and then, <laughs> um, the movie that that began my kind of love of dogs. Um, uh, Homeward Bound: The Incredible Journey. Nice. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Airbud. No. Oh, I, Airbud Two: Golden Receiver. <laughs> I I kind of wanted to watch all the Airbud movies. I watched like one of the Christmas ones, yeah. and it was just horrible. But but yeah, um, Homeward Bound. Yeah, Homeward man. Bound. Fantastic. So when so when good. Shadow, I think it's Shadow falls falls in the little uh, thing, and it's, it's just I mean it tugs at the heartstrings. Yep, totally. Uh, Have you guys ever seen uh, the the original? It's just called The Incredible Journey, and it's. No. It's the same movie but there's no voices. Really? really? Yeah, there's no uh there there's huh. no like dogs coming home. It's just these three dogs. I had my grandma got it for me. Wow. Mistakenly, I imagine <laughs> thinking that it was uh the good, you know, <laughs> um homeward bound, but yeah, the wow. incredible journey and it's it's just them and they get home. And it's not very good. <laughs> it's really boring. Huh. Boring. 1963. <laughs> the Incredible oh, wow. Journey. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. In Technicolor. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick to I'll stick to Michael J. Fox. Michael yeah. J. Fox had a voice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he was Chance. Oh yeah, Chance. Awesome. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Totally. Um, Mike, how about you? What are what are like your last? Uh, well, um, I could name a bunch. I a lot of them are. Um, Christmas movies, and we could probably also save that for another episode. Oh yeah, um, totally. But uh, I'll just whip off a couple. <laughs> whip off a couple. <laughs> Free Willy is one that sticks out. I love. Oh yeah, nice. uh, there's a movie called The Wizard where they play 
uh, the little boy wants to go to California, <laughs> and they and they play in the video game competition, and they play Super Mario Brothers three with the power wow. glove. Wow! Well, I don't know. Yeah, look it up. Um, but then there are movies that are notably bad that I've kind of like <laughs> banned from my life that I oh, that wow. I want that were incredibly nostalgic that I that I watched. Uh, pro- you know, in my twenties, and and just said never again. Uh, mm-hmm. One is Man of the House. We kind of watched that as a group with uh, Chevy Chase and oh, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But Chevy Chase is so, oh my god! I love Chevy Chase, and Vacation is in my top five favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, and he mm-hmm. is so not allowed to do anything that makes Chevy Chase Chevy Chase. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, which I loved forever and is actually just incredibly frustrating to watch despite how much I love Robin Williams. Hmm. And then the worst offender of them all, one movie that I watched every spring, actually every Easter for whatever reason, I don't know why, was Biodome. And I watched it maybe five years ago and I will never watch it again. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Pauly Shore movies are just a podcast in itself, but... yeah. Yeah. Biodome. I loved it as a kid, and I'm scared that and Jury Duty, and both of them, I'm scared to yep. um, even watch again. Be scared. But... Be very afraid. <laughs> uh, I can't see them holding up in any way. No, they don't. Um, Tiny, yeah. any last words? Uh, not really. I think I nailed all mine. Uh, nailed my, nailed all mine down pretty well. Nice. Sounds cool. Good. Okay. All right. Well, um, this was fun, and uh to close us out, we're actually going to do something a little different. And um, instead of just doing what we're looking forward to, we're going to tack in uh, what we've been watching and just pretty much anything that's on our minds. Um, so, Tiny, do you want to start out? Start us up? Sure. Uh, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was uh, a movie I watched about a week ago. Uh, a little movie called Spring Breakers. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I, the reason I bring it up is because I have very mixed feelings on it. Um, To start out with, it is absolutely ridiculous on so many levels. Um, It is just, that is the first adjective that comes to mind when I think of the movie. It is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, just imagine James Franco in dreadlocks and gold teeth and tattoos (laughs) and just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he's over the top ridiculous, but he, you know, he was actually kind of good. I, I will give him credit. Yep, I believe um, it. it was uh, talk about playing against type. I mean, he, you, he's barely recognizable. Wow. Um, but th- I think what the, the mixed feelings I have on it is that there's, there's nothing particularly noteworthy about the, the movie in general, except the, I, just, I think it's a it's a very creative film. Just on the the fact that it's the way that it's shot, the directorial style of it, it has a very a very distinct tone to it. Um, it, it reminded me a little bit of the tone reminded me a little bit of Scarface, actually. The uh, okay, the Brian De Palma one, which is weird because it's about chicks going on spring break. <laughs> but it, when when you see it, you'll understand the ambition of it, the 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 underlying ambitious tone to it. Okay. Um, it's it, it was it was different than I thought it would be. Uh, I, I was I was impressed with it from from a creative standpoint, but it's it's ridiculous. The characters are terrible people. <laughs> um, they're obnoxious. Uh, 
if I met them in real life, I would hate all of them. Um, and I, I hate what they do. They're not likable. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to defend it. I don't know. I, I, I think, I just think it had something to it. It was, it was, it was an interesting watch. I, I recommend watching it just to see how you'll feel about it. I'm sure there's a lot of people who I actually, I know there's a lot of people who hate it and I can't really argue against that cause it's, it's a pretty wild film, but I, I just thought creatively it was it was interesting. I'll put it that way. It it held my interest. Okay, I'll have to check that out. And you saying that everyone like you hate everyone, and it just makes me think of Bachelorette, which I thought was just a dreadfully awful movie. <laughs> um, Mike, I I assume that you've seen Spring Breakers. Do you have some thoughts? No, on that? <clears throat> I actually haven't seen it. I I wow. Yeah, okay. it was on my list, um, and it never came to theaters around here. Oh, I see. I thought so. It had I was unable release. to see that. No. Okay. Didn't wow. Know. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because I mean, for our listeners, Mike watches goes to the theater every week. Yeah. Um, it's it's impressive. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, I'm I'm able to see everything new and everything I want to see, but every nice. now and then something will slip through the cr- uh, slip through the cracks. I'm hoping right. Fruitvale yeah. Station stays in just long enough to where I can. Squeeze in a watch of that, but yeah, I look forward to your thoughts on that because I, I really enjoyed it. Or I, <laughs> I, I, it was a good movie. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. You enjoyed watching him die, <laughs> right? You're a good person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have any uh, parting thoughts or, or anything to share? Uh, well, I have all kinds of things to share, but I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about one movie watch I had. Uh, a couple of days ago, I watched um, the U.S. version of the movie Funny Games. Have you guys seen this movie? Uh, mm-hmm. Is that the horror movie? With, it, uh, well, it, yeah, t- or, terror movie, I guess. Naomi okay. Watts, Tim Roth, uh, and a couple of preppy guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, And it was a shot-for-shot remake of the, the Austrian version, uh, okay. directed by right. the same guy, which makes me wonder. Yeah, same director. Michael Haneke, I guess is how you pronounce mm-hmm. his name. And it, it made me yeah. wonder why. It was a strange movie. I, I really loved it for a little while, and then it got to a point where I, it was just so um, – it, it's obviously – and they kind of beat you over the head with it, pun intended, I guess uh, – a commentary <laughs> on violence in movies. But there's violence in the movie. I don't understand. I guess I'm just confused with how much violence – there is, I guess, they don't show some of it on screen. Um, right. If you haven't seen the movie, it's about this couple who is staying at their lake house for a little while, and these two young neighbors come by and they just start to terrorize the family. It's called funny games because they play little games with them. That it's like they make a bet. We bet that you will die before in in twelve hours. And oh you, wow! You bet that you live, and basically, it's just yeah. it's just that they they terrorize this this family for a while. Uh, it's good for a little while. It really, really, really drags at points. Uh, and yeah, then it does. there, there are some break the fourth wall moments that I, that I can't, I can't get on board with. I, I guess I'll yeah. leave, I guess I'll leave spoilers out of it. Uh, okay. but there's good. Cause one, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But there is one point in particular that really, I, I can't find a reason why the director chose to do this. Um, uh, and hmm. I think that's when the movie totally loses me. It was entertaining. Uh, I was disturbed at points, but more confused than delighted 
by the movie. Interesting. Tiny, what are the, what's your take I, on it? Uh, I agree with that pretty much. Uh, pretty much 100%. I, I, um, You've seen both versions, I, I think it had. You? I haven't, actually. Oh, okay. I've just seen the American one. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, um, Michael Pitt plays one of the the uh, home invaders. Nice. Jimmy Darmody. Yep, from uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Um, I I agree with what Mike said. It's initially it was a very disturbing film, and it had a good it had a good style to it. It the way the style lent itself very well to the subject material. Yeah. Um, to the subject matter. Um, and it, it just it had a very good voyeuristic feel to it okay. to start out with. Yeah. But then it just kind of it just kind of it, it fell off. Like you said, it got it got a little too ridiculous. Um. I think I know. I think I know the part of that he's talking about, but um, yeah, it, it 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 started well and it had some good points, but it just didn't really, it didn't pan out the way that it should have. Uh, I hate to to hinge the my whole opinion on a movie with the way that it ended or how it ended up, right. but it 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 just affected. It's it too hard much. not to with that movie. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting. I, I think I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch in my opinion. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, as for me, I mean, I like yesterday I watched uh, Sunshine, which I mean that's that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> totally. Um, Danny Boyle, sci-fi, Killian Murphy, Rose Byrne, Chris Evans. It's just a great movie. Um, the good version of Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a great watch. It's, uh, astronauts flying to the sun to reignite it and all hell breaks loose. And it's, it's, this is good points about faith and logic and faith versus logic and reason and everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good. And then also something interesting happened, um, this week or last week I got in the mail, um, a little card from Nielsen. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, uh, asking for a survey and all that, or, or saying that they were sending me a survey, and then they sent a survey and all that, and I'm going to fill it out and um, and send it in, and then I'll probably I'll, maybe I'll post it on the blog if I hear back from them. But all I kept thinking is that the first episode of this podcast, we I mentioned that um, uh, I meant like I mentioned Nielsen ratings specifically. Nielsen ratings are so. So old fashioned, old fashioned in collection antiquated, techniques. so horribly un like shouldn't exist now. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it's all based on essentially they look at a few indicators and then yep. use sampling data to fill out the rest of the stats. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not an, even an accurate representation. Not at all. Mm-mm. One guy falls asleep, watches falls asleep watching uh, CBS, and suddenly Two and a Half Men is the greatest show ever. Well, yeah, because it could be just yeah. that one guy is a signal that probably 45% of the people in his area are watching Exactly. It. <laughs> That's like, That's, even though yeah. he's sound asleep. It's ludicrous. And he's probably exactly. on the internet watching YouTube cat videos yeah. while yep. it's on in the background. <laughs> that's, that's weird. It almost makes you wonder if they... Listen to the podcast. You know, <laughs> if they did, I don't think they would send me a survey because, as you could tell, uh, I yeah. didn't really have nice words about it. Right. Um, but, yeah, and it's it's just funny because the the back of the envelope of the survey is just it says, like, we've been we've been um, we've been handling the TV ratings for over 50 years. And I'm like, that's <laughs> the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, so that's it. That's interesting. I'll uh, I'll see what happens. I don't know if I'll hear back from them or anything and all that. But um, oh, cool. Yeah, so it's it'll be interesting. I'll throw it on the blog if if it comes to it. But yeah. Cool. Um. Well, do we have anything else, or should we wrap it up? I think that's it for me. Same here. All right. Well, uh, I'm Matt. You can find me on Twitter at obsessive viewer. Um, uh, Tiny, uh, you can find him at obsessive tiny, and Mike is at I am Mike White, and well, we like to tweet about what we're watching, all that stuff. Um, and you can also check out the blog at obsessiveviewer.com and check out uh check us out on facebook hit us with a like on facebook at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer um yeah and also i've been i've been editing for um houseofgeekery.com funks house of geekery it's uh just houseofgeekery.com just all around geek related stuff and everything and i think i'm actually going to start contributing for them pretty soon um so it'll be it'll it'll be fun and it's it's a cool website. Definitely a lot of content, a lot of lot of stuff to check out there. So be nice. sure to check that out, um, listeners. If if there's anything in particular you want to hear us talk about, if there's a movie you're looking forward to and you want to know uh, what we think about it, uh, if there are movies that you feel are particularly nostalgic to you, anything like that, be sure to leave us a comment, tweet any of the three of us, uh, and let us know what you think. But more than anything, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you, Mike, for that. I forgot to mention that. You can also send us an email at ovpodcast at gmail.com. Anything that you want us to talk about or review, just, you know, hit us with that. Um, like someone actually asked me to review um, the color purple, and I I, I, I oh, have wow. a whole plan. Yeah. Cool. I, like that kind of set off this thing where I'm like, I have a list of Steven Spielberg movies uh, <laughs> paired up for just a bunch of double features. So I'm I'm going to get to that eventually uh, maybe it'll be an ongoing feature on the blog i originally thought that i'd do like a spielberg week but i mean that's kind of stressful yeah. um and i yeah. wouldn't be ready for it until like december anyway so maybe i'll do it just one at a time That'd or two cool. at a time but cool. but yeah so uh again thanks for listening guys um and hit us with a review on itunes if you want um thanks it's been fun thank you thanks Yeah, Tiny, do you want to do it since it's kind of your turn for the intro? Uh, Even though, sure. I mean, we're going to record <laughs> We're also floor. hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like we're, it's like we're junior high students yeah, at a dance. Exactly.